Hey there, I am back. This is Grace Ramon with Organize with Grace podcast. In this episode, I am continuing on from last week from my Facebook Live that I did at the beginning of the month. And with this particular one, I talk about Dave Ramsey's seven baby steps as your roadmap to financial freedom. And also I wanted to introduce myself as your personal finance coach should you choose to work with me. And so it's not easy to make a decision to change how we handle our finances. And I love that it's called baby steps because it's just that, you know, it's one step at a time. We can't do everything all at once, especially when we're just starting out and Sometimes we don't even know that we've been doing things where we are just not winning with our money. And these are the seven steps I am following. And I feel like it's part of my life calling to tell as many people about personal finances and how um, making these changes has impacted my life and how it has been transformed because I want to encourage you by letting you know that you can do the same, especially if you have debt like I had debt years ago. I hope that you will find this information helpful and that you too will be on the road to financial freedom. Past couple of days, we've been talking about having a roadmap for our finances. Whereas maybe before, um, you may have been kind of just roaming around with um, not a whole bunch of direction like I was at one point, at, at, at not one point, but at for many years for myself. And so let's go on to day three. The first, yesterday, we talked about the roadblocks that can happen when we're trying to get our financial house in order. And today we're going to talk about the roadmap. So I'm excited to bring this to you. And here we go. So have you ever done something stupid with money? I can raise my hand. I can raise both hands because I have done lots of stupid things with money. And I'm going to read you a quote that I did post the other day by Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is actually the the framework that I'm going to tell you about. He's the one that who is a proponent of that framework. And um, hi, Ezra. And so I want to start off by asking you, have you done something stupid with money? And most likely the answer is probably yes. And my answer is a definite yes. I have done lots of stupid things with money. But you know what he said? You know what Dave Ramsey said about that? He said, if you have made mistakes with money, you know what that makes you? Over 12. We all mess up, get up and do it right. And I love that because in this group, this is your community to help you get up and do it right. And we're gonna be in this together 
right? So I'm excited to continue on just because this is day three doesn't mean that I'm gonna go ahead and, um, and, and complete this live and then leave it alone. No, no, it's just the beginning. And I'll tell you more about that near the end. So, and you're here because you probably decided, you know what, enough is enough. Are you sick and tired of spinning your wheels with your finances? Trying the same things over and over and have not been successful. I've been there. And so I got this definition of insanity. This, uh, I believe it was attributed to, um, uh, I forget his name. Oh no, I should have written it down. Uh, to Einstein. There you go. <clears throat> and he says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And maybe right now that's, that's the case for you and that's okay because this is going to be something different that I'm going to introduce to you most likely, but if you've heard of it before, no problem. Um, and right now, maybe you're feeling afraid, feeling nervous. You know, the, the times right now are very uncertain when it comes to the economy and even apprehensive as I'm talking, like, how's this girl going to help me, right? Um, or you might think, you know what, I'm okay with what I'm doing, how I've been doing things. If so, that's good. But I still encourage you to have a plan so that when retirement comes or if an emergency happens, you are prepared. And so... So where do you want to, what I want to ask you next is where do you want to go? What do you want to do at this point? And do you want to create, do you want to create a budget to know exactly where your money is going? Do you want to become debt free? And so we talked about that before and, and kind of determining, Hey, what do I want to do at this point in my financial life? And these things that we want to do, we want to put them on paper because there's something about putting things on paper that makes it real. I know that there's lots of studies about, you know, your, with your um, brain and how it processes uh, information better when it's written down. But I personally believe that when you write things down, it becomes real and it becomes something that you would be intentional about and follow through with. And, and it's more likely that you would follow through with a written plan than something that you just kind of, you know, think about and, oh, I wonder, should I do this and things like that. So I encourage you to do that. And so now I want to introduce to you the seven baby steps to achieving financial peace. And this is what I personally learned from Dave Ramsey, um, who his program is where I became a uh, personal finance coach. I became certified through Ramsey Solutions and more on that a little bit later. But I, this, is, this is the framework. This is the roadmap that I had been trying to refer to that you can start really today. You can follow so that you can achieve that financial peace that you thought maybe could never be reached at this point. So step number one, 
you would put, and going back real quick. So this is the roadmap to financial peace that I guide clients through uh, with my personal finance uh, business. And so the first step is putting $1,000 in a beginning beginner emergency fund and baby steps. I love the name because you know, when you're doing something new and you know, shouldn't it be just simply baby steps? Because guess what? We didn't become, we didn't get into our financial mess overnight. So we should not expect ourselves to get out of it overnight either. So, you know, give yourself time, give yourself grace to, uh, you know, to, to be able to take these baby steps necessary. And guess what? Even though um, you and I are on this live, um, it doesn't necessarily count as a baby step according to these seven steps. But guess what? You've taken this step forward in realizing that, hey, I've got to make a change somehow. I've got to check out something different where I can move forward in my personal finances. So again, the first step is to put in a $1,000, put $1,000 in a beginner emergency fund. So I'm going to be going through this and giving you lots of ideas on how to do that. People have you know, maybe taken a second job to try to do this or even sold some things on the side. Um, I know Ezra, you have just such an amazing artistic way about you and you have lots of, um, you know, you, you're very talented with a lot of things. So, you know, you can definitely be creative in trying to come up with this thousand um, dollar beginner emergency fund. And what's good about these steps is that again, they're steps. You know, a lot of times when we try to, when we decide that we want to get it together with our finances, you're welcome. When we try to decide, you know, to get, get it together with, with our finances, we want to do all things all at once. And a lot of times we get overwhelmed and we just, you know, we want to start this to do that, to do the savings, we want to pay off the debt. And Many a times we've got to be taking it one by one, step by step. So I'm going to tell you the next one. So after you've put in $1,000 in a beginner emergency fund, step two will be to pay off all debt using the snowball, using the debt snowball method. So what this is, is that you will go ahead and list your debts. So that includes your um, car payments, uh, your car loan, your credit card, your student loan, if you have that. And you will put them in order from least to greatest. Now, someone may have told you, well, you should pay, pay off your debt according to interest rate, which in math, that makes sense, right? Because you don't want all that interest rate. But we're talking about getting or, or being able to experience the small wins. So once you, you know, you, once you feel like, oh, wow, I paid off the smallest debt. Let me go on to the next one. I've paid that off too. Let me go to the next one. 
So guess what? You are, the motivation is, is snowballing. And also you're realistically, you're paying off debt after debt after debt. That's why I love this method. Um, I know that others have a different method, but for me, it really gave me the motivation. It really gave me the, um, really gave me hope that, wow, I can do this. Whereas I couldn't do it before um, with other ways that I've tried it. So that would be the second one. So you're going to wait until, or you're going to do this until you, you pay it all off, you know, credit cards, student loans, car loans, anything other than your home mortgage, if you have one. <clears throat> and then step three would be to put three to six months expenses into savings as a full emergency fund. So life happens, right? And we got emergencies. We've got to, you know, we need to have our car repaired. Um, there's a, another type of emergency that may, may happen. Um, something happens with the home. We've got to pay for that. And uh, you may lose your job. I mean, God forbid, you, you know, that doesn't happen. But these are emergencies that where we need to have that savings. So step three after paying off debt would be your next step is building up that emergency fund. Now they say three to six months because it really depends on your situation. So if, if you need the full six months, you know, go for it. So it, it really, it really uh, uh, depends. And then number four would be to invest once you got that savings um, in place, go ahead and invest 15% of your household income into Roth IRAs or tax-favored retirement plans. So by step four, you're beginning to prepare for the future, right? So there's step five also, if it applies to you, there, this is where you would begin to have a college fund for your kids. And then number six would be to pay off the home early. So now four, five, and six, you can kind of do um, at the same time. It doesn't necessarily have to be in sequence. It just kind of depends on your personal situation. Um, but you wouldn't, you really don't want to do these things until you pay off the debt. And then finally, this is the most fun part. <clears throat> and I do believe it's possible is number seven, to build wealth and give. And when, isn't it amazing to be able to do that as, and, and be finally free of, your, of the financial stresses that used to get you down and get you depressed and get you feeling hopeless? So these are the seven baby steps that I wanted to introduce to you. But before these steps, this is the practical action that I want you to take once this training or this workshop is done. Is we must know where we stand. We have to know where we're at, right? So what you'll do is write down your monthly income, okay? And if, um, wherever that's coming from, if it's coming from a, um, you know, an actual, uh, uh, an ongoing income or um, just anything that's coming in, anything that's coming into to the home, whether it be from your job, uh, from a side gig, uh, from anywhere, 
So you're going to write that down. So that's what's coming in. And uh, I'm glad you're loving this. I'm so excited. And so, so that what's you, what, that's what you would write down. And then number two is to list all of your monthly bills. So everything that you've been paying for per month. And I know that groceries could fluctuate, um, but give, just try your best to write down the, the constant things that you're paying for every month. Okay. And you know, that includes the monthly payment for your credit cards, monthly payment for your cars, um, phone bill, uh, rent, things like that. So whatever it is that you're spending on, on a monthly basis. And then, um, so with that, you'll be listing all your debt, of course, except if you have a mortgage, you know, we'll take care of that later, but all the debt that I spoke of, um, whether that be credit cards or student loans or, or car loans. And that way we can figure out, I know it can be, this can be hard. It's not easy to lay all of it down. It took me a long time to finally come to terms with the fact that I need to face the reality of my money situation. And it was very difficult. I chose for, for many years, I chose to just ignore it. I was like, no, I'm living my life. I'm okay. I've got three meals that I'm eating. Um, you know, I've got a car to drive, blah, blah, blah. All these excuses that I made up for myself not to, not to uh, take a look at the reality of my personal finances. And it was scary. It wasn't easy. And it was very easy to procrastinate. <laughs> and because I knew that after I took a look at it, that I would have to make a change, right? I couldn't ignore it. But guess what? That was the turning point of, of where I got a chance to turn my financial, uh, financial situation around. And did I make mistakes along the way? Sure did. Did I do the steps perfectly? Nope. But I kept on going. I kept on building. And, you know, this is, again, like I said yesterday, fi personal finance is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. You know, we don't have to be the smartest person to get educated on our, on what we do with our money. And so I hope that this helps and about this community. It's only the beginning. I'm really excited to have begun this community. Um, and if we stay small, no problem. You know, I'm here for you. It's, it's going to live here on Facebook for as long as they'll allow it to. Um, and you know, for as long as it's benefiting you. And so if you, but also, since I don't own Facebook, um, I would like to, I know that you have probably uh, left your email address with me when you um, were filling out my three questionnaires. Um, and that way, in case anything happens to this page or this group, I have a way to contact you. So that's it for this 
this last day and I'm so glad it is helping or, or it has helped you. So what I want to continue to do is um, maybe pop up here on a weekly basis. I am going to uh, come on if you have a question I'd like to do a live to try to answer it and um, and awesome you'll send me your email very cool thank you and your phone number and so I'm gonna continue to provide you with resources that's helped me tips encouragement motivation because I know that you you need all that because guess what I needed all of that too. I couldn't get through it by myself. And I hope that you will continue to get on this, you know, to stay on this group. Um, and, you know, you might be wondering, well, is there something that you're going to try to sell me? Um, well, not really. But I do want to tell you that I am a personal finance coach. And that if you need one-on-one -on -one advice, um, if you need one-on-one -on -one, um, time um, to get this started, let me know. And yes, I do charge a fee, um, but know that, you know, just as there's this ongoing uh, kind of, not a joke, but people will say, well, if I don't have any money, how am I gonna, how am I gonna um, pay you to be my personal finance coach? And my answer to that is, well, you know, what do you treasure more? Something that you purchased? or something that was given to you for free. Um, and I'm not talking about like a sentimental item, you know, but just something you got, you know, off the street for free versus something you purchased. And what, what did you, um, you know, did you value the one that you purchased versus the one that you got for free? So for me, I value the things that I purchase. So um, that's why I, you know, it's important that, you know, it, there is a fee that is charged um, because it helps you to be, um, just to be invested in it um, and to be committed. And you don't have to, you know, you can stay in this group and get everything for free. I am, I will provide you with all kinds of free things as we go on with this group. And you can apply it to your life. And I, you know, I want, I, what I want to see you do someday is to leave the group because guess what? You've got your finance, finances in order. You're ready to go to the next step. And so that's, that would be awesome, you know? And so, but just to let you know, I am a personal finance coach and I will work closely with you to guide you in digging out the roots of the problems that keep you from your best financially free and peaceful life. And we'll come up with a plan for you, a personalized plan to follow, um, to get to the destination that you want to reach. And the framework that I do follow though is those seven steps. So one last thing, I believe in you. I really do, you can do this and you've worked too hard for the money that you are earning to just let it go to um, debt all the time, to just let it go to whatever, you know, without you being aware of it. And so we will focus forward. So from here on out, yeah, sure. Maybe you've made mistakes with money, but that's in the past. We're gonna move forward and we're gonna learn. 
and we're going to talk about this and we're going to make talking about money and personal finances normal instead of it being taboo. Think about a windshield, right? A car windshield. It's nice and wide so that we can see our way as we drive forward. Okay, so that's the future. So we've got the, we've got the future ahead. And then think of the rear view mirror. It's very small, just enough to see the back. And so you should take a look at your past very in a very small mirror. All right. Don't, you know, don't magnify the past. Look back. Hey, made that mistake. I'm going to move forward. And that's all I have for you today. And I'm looking forward to continuing with this group. Like I said, this is just the beginning. And I'm excited for you and what, um, what is going to happen um, from here on out. And so this is something I, I thought of and I want to leave you with. So if you don't decide what direction you want to go with your finances, someone else or something else will do the directing for you. And I don't want that for you. So thank you so much for being here and your time. I totally appreciate it, and I will continue to um, post uh, things that are helpful for you. If you have any questions, um, let me know, and I can do lives like this. I'm thinking on a weekly basis. Um, I, I would like to do that. So let's just see how it goes, and um, you know, I'll post whatever is helpful to you, like I said, to encourage you and to um, motivate you. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes so that working mamas like you can find the show easily. Thank you for listening, and I will catch up with you on the next episode.